Hey guys, okay, so yeah, there's going to be three times the normal amount of swearing today's episode. Guys, I'm so fucking excited. I'm finally covering The Leftovers, you know, the people who let me use their song as the theme song for this podcast. Oh yeah, this podcast. My name is Bianca, and this is Punk Like Her, the podcast where I talk about fabulous women of punk rock. And today is a Montreal band called The Leftovers. Uh, They're super awesome. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Here's the interview I did with them. All right, are you ready? (laughs) I'm Megan. I'm the lead singer from The Leftovers. I'm Victoria, and I play guitar. Just really wanted to thank you for like agreeing to like record with me and uh i'll obviously like let me use uh, good friends as my theme song because i'm so excited you're using that i'd been planning this podcast for like a year and it had been like a little pet project i would like pick up and drop pick up and drop and then i i actually saw you guys play in september and you played good friends and i was like I think that could work. I think I think I think that that encapsulates it, because like there was so many like like a whole list I had of like things the song needed to be. We should hear. We have a better version of it on our album that's coming out soon. We can upgrade the <laughs> friends if you want to. Ooh, that's that sounds that sounds great. Um, I will probably do that. <laughs> A crisper sound reflect your 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 current essence. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I think the one you're using is from like three years ago, probably. So yeah, I uh, I mean I, I pulled it off your your 2018 demo, uh, Massive Freakout. So <laughs> let's let's talk about you guys. Tell me like your story. How did you guys all meet? And like I don't know, <laughs> acknowledge the fact that you wanted to make funk music. You want to start? Sure. Um, the band started as like, uh, how do you explain it? It was like a rock camp for girls thing. And that's where like you meet up with like basically these random people and you have to form a group and make these songs and be ready to perform it for like one night type of thing. Uh, so we had that. We got the members through Facebook, actually. I met Carol there. Megan knew the basis. Oh well, right? Because they had um, there was another girl who came for them, and then she moved to Toronto. Oh, how dare she? Former <laughs> player Belgian. So Belgian would come to my work. I'm a hairdresser, and she was like, it was like my friend was cutting her hair, and she's like, we're looking for a singer. And then my friend was like, oh, you should ask Megan because Megan's like a super karaoke hooker, you know, like. <laughs> karaoke <laughs> hooker oh my gosh that's like i love karaoke so much you know and i would go a lot with my work so she asked me and i said oh, okay i'll go try out i was so nervous too i remember and that's how i ended up joining the band because of belgian because belgian mm-hmm. asked amy that's pretty lucky circumstances and yeah. I, I have to say like you have like the most epic riot girl voice. It's just you it's <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like when I first stumbled 
on you guys. I'm like, oh yeah, is this like an old band? I'm like, oh no, they're like <laughs> super new and super like, recent because it just sounds like it fits into that, you know, 90s era rocker girl kind of aesthetic. I don't want to date us here, but some of us in the band are a little old. <laughs> Ooh, a little old? A little old, you know? <laughs> like I'm like 36 years old. Okay, that, that's not old. Because I, I too am in my 30s, ambiguously in my 30s. So <laughs> I remember listening to like Riot Girl bands on like the bus. Ooh, I remember the 90s, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, well, and Carol too. Carol, she's, she's in her like early 40s too. So she remembers that kind of music too. And so some stuff I always liked. I always wanted to like try and do that, you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't like something I just listened to on the internet one day. Like I remember listening to it when I was like younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like I was like, oh I hope I wish I could do that. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I've always wanted to do be like, always want to do that one day. So like what kind of kids were you guys? Were you guys always like little rebels or did you have like a coming of age like uh fuck everything kind of story i think i was always kind of a little rebel i think so too i used to like try and color my hair with markers like a lot of my friends were into backstreet boys and my sister was like you should listen to sonic youth or i remember like i really wanted to be like courtney love like this sounds messed up but i was like love i can't wait to get older and take drugs and be courtney love (laughs) I just really wanted to, I wanted to do that. I think I was in like grade three or something like that. That's that's really funny. So I guess Court uh Courtney Love is your like original like kind of punk goddess that you looked up to? I think she was the first person because I was here on TV, so yeah. Not my punk goddess, but she was the first person who caught my eye, maybe, you know. Yeah, she had a very different look from everything else that was kind of on TV at the time. Yeah, she was different. And of course, L7. I always loved L7. And I loved like Liz Fair and Gwen Stefani. Like that was like that whatever played on like the radio on the buzz. I don't know if that radio station exists anymore. But oh, it still exists. I, I, it's the only radio station I have programmed in my car, so. <laughs> okay. I live yeah. in the East End of Montreal now, so I don't think I get, can get the buzz anymore. Oh, uh, maybe like wear an aluminum foil hat and just to get that extra signal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I always wanted to be like a little rocker. Oh, I, I'm glad you actually like went through with it, and like I'm really excited. Your upcoming gig this month, March March nineteenth. So March nineteenth, uh, are you? Who are you playing with? We're playing with Rasmus and Ruby Slipper. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna fucking rule. <laughs> oh, so so your new your new album. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been working on that? What's oh. what? What can we expect? <laughs> well, it was a, we were originally supposed to do this like years ago, but the plague came, and we had a lot of like cool things lined up two years ago. We were gonna open for like 
kind of big, biggish band. The show was sold out. We had other shows that were cool that were booked. We were going to go record. And then, of course, everything closed, right? Yeah. For like two years. For the first like nine months, we didn't really do anything. We were all depressed. Uh, our lives all changed a lot during the pandemic. It must have been really hard. You guys like put all that work in to like get where you were, only to have like the reset button kind of hit on you. Well, we had some cool opportunities coming up, but who knows? It probably wasn't meant to be. I think like whatever is gonna happen happens, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's what we, we we did record our album. It's actually just in like mixing now and pretty much done. It's going to be out really soon, but these things take time. You can't give an exact date, right? You know how it yeah. is. But it will be coming out very, very soon. Yeah, we did a lot of it remotely or we were doing a lot of things on our own end. And I, I think it's going to work. It's going to get together. We had all the stars were almost lined up like two years ago, and then and now like the stars are lining up again. You have a really positive outlook. I that's I I find that refreshing <laughs> from a punk perspective. I mean, just yeah. to have that optimism going forward, like it's really refreshing and actually like li- little heartwarming here. If you don't have that, what do you have left? Yeah. I think where I was younger. I was more likely to just like feel sorry for myself and not try and change anything. And now that I'm, I'm older, I'm like, I'm driven to like, if I see an opportunity, I'll go for it. You know? Yeah. That's something that comes with like time for me personally. I, I never really had that when I was younger. So. I need to have some kind of faith to keep going in something, you know? We got to the album itself. What about the sound? Is it still that kind of Riot girl feel? Did you guys take another direction? Was Is there like a theme or a or an influence for this specific set of recordings? Well, I think still has the Riot girl feel. We definitely still have that. Yeah. We're like really hugely influenced by L7. It's in the name of our band, even, you know? <laughs> So that's oh, cool. wow, I, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> that's what the is there for. Yeah, that's what we started. As, and like, we don't want to change your email address either. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've I've been staring at your, your name like week after week as I'm like putting together the imagery for the podcast and like having your, your tag there. And I never realized it's a capital L and a seven that stick out of the word leftovers. And yeah, I'm just here like herder. <laughs> no. Okay. It's what we started as, though, like covers of only yeah. them, pretty much. We and- just did L7 covers, and we did like one Bikini Kill song. Yeah. And then we'd do, uh, of course, we'd do like Cherry Bomb, too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's my karaoke song. That's my go-to. So like our first our first song, we would just legit just do shows, all covers. <laughs> L7, yeah. Bikini Kill. Yeah. And then we made one original. Yeah, and then it snowballed, right? <laughs> yeah, and somebody was like, that was not bad. You should keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I don't know. I don't think we were expecting, uh, I don't know, it just it turned into what it did, and uh, I'm really proud of it. I was never in a band before. You know, I was, I think I was like 31 or 32. I think I was 32 when I started 
I was never expecting to like join a band. I, it just happened. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm gonna keep trying, you know? Yeah, that's that's awesome. And it's yeah. just like everyone feels like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm too too old to start something new now. But that's just not true. And I feel like it's a very like Hollywood thing that like women just disappear at age 30. Like they don't yeah. exist anymore. You know, I'm not calling you old. I'm just calling you Hollywood old. <laughs> I work with a lot of old people in like a long-term care facility. And I love old people. So it's not an insult. <laughs> awesome. So you're oh, lucky yeah. to get that old, you know. I find the grandpas, you know, mellow out with time. And then the grandmas kind of, their inner badass gets unleashed a little bit more every year. Grandmas that stick around the longest. Too. Yeah. Like yeah. those those hundred and something year old women, every time they're like quoted on on like the news or something, they're like, "My trick to not not dying is like telling men to fuck off." And it's just like, "Wow, granny, wow." <laughs> I know a lady who's a hundred and six years old. Wow, and she rules, and she winks at me, and I come and I talk to her, and I love her. She's like the cutest awesomest lady ever so awesome she gets a shout out now so that's like madame you're my fave you're my fave girl all right so i have a question for victoria so you play guitar how long have you been playing guitar what's your how how did you come across your your first guitar um well i started when i was 12 or so and now i'm going to be 30 next month so I've been playing maybe like, I don't know, over 15 years. I got my first guitar, or how I started, was grandfather gave it to me, like his acoustic, because he, he passed away, so he left it in his will. So then he gave it to me, it was right-handed, and I'm a left-handed, you know, guitar player. So I was just like playing around on it. It was not bad. Figured out some like riffs, and then I was like, okay, I think I need to get a lefty guitar. And then I got an electric. And then never really stopped from there. But it was like kind of thanks to him that he gave me his guitar, basically. So wow. pretty that's that's really sweet of him. That's really yeah. Sweet. I like played keyboard before that, a little bit of piano, but it was okay. It just wasn't that like as fun as guitar was, you could say. <laughs> so like we're back on the topic again of just old people who rock. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, cool. The only thing missing, I think, my favorite old person, Betty White, who unfortunately passed away, is she never started a punk band. And I feel like she would she would be really good at that. I don't know if that's just awesome. We can make a song for her or something. Let's just do like some fun facts, because I always do fun facts in my episode. Do you guys have any tattoos? Do you have a favorite tattoo? I have a lot. So you lost track. <laughs> you lost count. I don't know how many I have. I guess I have a favorite. I don't know. I have some that are favorites for some things. Even the bad ones, I, I'm just starting to like them. Yeah. Tell me tell me about one of your bad tattoos. Well, it's actually, when you first look at it, it's not that bad. It's a, a tattoo of my cat who has passed away. Rest in peace. But his, like his eyebrow and his nose. If I turn my arm the other way, it looks like I have dick and balls. 
Oh my god! Once I point it out to people, they're like, "I can't unsee it now, Megan." Like you couldn't have said anything, you know. Don't ever remove that. Don't ever get it touched up. You got to keep that for life. He was kind of a dick too. Instead of cutting my arm off or tattooing my arm black, I just tell people like, "Hey, oh, dick and balls tattooed on my arm. Can you find it?" But being like kind of a, I don't know, it ends up being kind of funny. I kind of like it. I'm so glad I asked that question as a fun fact. That is better than anything I hoped for. Like I was just expecting, oh yeah, yeah. at 18, I, I got like a fucking infinity symbol on my butt or something. Like, but this is way better. The hidden dick and balls tattoo on my arm. No, that's that's fantastic. Cat who was a dick. It, it works on so many levels. I know. I think if you get you start getting a lot of tattoos, or you get some stupid ones, like 20, and you're hungover or something. For like a year, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> and you feel bad. And then after a while, you're just like, it was fucking funny. Like, it's part of my body. Like, I'm not going to throw at the whole body. So the moral of this story is, for the kids out there, is is get really dumb tattoos. Dumb tattoos, and you'll be sad about it for like six months. And then you're going to fucking laugh about it for the rest of your life. And it will give you like something to say at a party. And people <laughs> will appreciate it. What about you? I only have two tattoos, so I don't have much. But one is a shamrock on the back of my right arm. And the other one is like a band on my left arm, like a sheet music for Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes. That's the first uh, song I learned on guitar. That's that's pretty cool. It's not a dick and balls, though, so I'm, I'm sorry oh. you win this round. It's a pretty basic tattoo <laughs> so far. Another uh, fun fact story. What's the worst first date you've ever been on? The absolute worst. I don't know. I've probably been a lot of people's worst first date. Oh. I'm just going to put that out there. I thought I was the worst first date. And then then he married me. So it couldn't have been that bad. Damn. And he's like, wow, this is the kind of insanity I want to deal with. Like, I love you, manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> like her hair is so blue. She eats pancakes for dinner. Ooh, manic pixie dream girl. I have probably been some people's worst first date, but my first date that was the worst was a guy that I met on like Tinder. And then when I went to meet him in a bar, he was like, Oh, by the way, I'm a cop, you know? And I was like, <laughs> ew. And then he was so corny. Did you just like whisper a cab and leave? I had a really corny shit before too. Yo, just because I'm a cop doesn't mean that I don't like. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love like, I love like Pennywise and I love like he's saying all these. I don't know. It's not my super type of punk. Like all these like mall skate punk bands or some shit from the suburbs. Pennywise is just that band that's like at every kind of like summer oh, music yeah. thing. They're just there. They're like it's bad rock, okay. It just didn't make his case much better either. It's kind of funny. I was just like, okay, bye. And I like didn't talk to him again. But I'm like, that was ugh. I'm like, that's what we should tell someone before you meet up with the oh, by the way, I'm a fucking cop. You yeah, know, like what if you were like, Oh, you want to go smoke a joint outside? And it's just like, oh, oh, you're a cop. Okay. <laughs> He'll, no, he's probably like, Yeah, I got this out of the evidence locker. Like Ooh. I who knows? Who knows? I don't I just know. I was like, ew, like instantly, like, ew. Not just the cop thing, too. There's other things about him that I was just like, yeah, no, like already. But that was like, 
That was the worst. <laughs> My crazy one was that we went to a friend's house for a party and she got like crazy drunk and punched a hole in the wall. Oh, damn. And I'm like, she got Kyle on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? what are you doing? She's like, Kyla, relax. Kyla, calm down. <laughs> that Man. was pretty bad. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Just, was this like a plot to get a second date? Like, we have to go on a Home Depot date now or like a wall patching date? <laughs> She's like, really? Like, no, that's not, no. She's one, like, don't no. worry, I can fix the wall, too. <laughs> that's not impressive. That don't no. impress me. <laughs> How strong I am. I punched through drywall like it was cheese. That wins. <laughs> Punching yeah. a wall, yeah. Okay, one last fun fact question. If you could play a gig with, like, anyone, doesn't matter, in celebrity status... Who would it be? I actually, we got to play a show very randomly with a band that I really appreciate a lot. Played with Dayglo Abortions, and Dayglo Abortions, Fetus of Fetus, was like my first real punk album. Got to play with them at, was it Crowbar? I think so. It was yeah. a really small place. I just remember the first <laughs> time I heard Fetus of Fetus, I was like 15, and I blew my mind. I'm, I want to fucking run away from home. And I'm like, <laughs> Just like fuck, fuck no effects and rancid. I'm like, this is a real ass shit, you know. <laughs> so it was really cool. We got to play with them, and oh my god, he was so he was so nice. Yeah. Did you get starstruck? <laughs> he didn't really make me nervous. He was like so down to earth, and, you know. I don't know. I don't think I got super starstruck, but it was for me that was. I'm like, wow, that's fucking cool. I get the. I'm like. Playing a show with the Dayglo portion. We play with a million people, or for me, that was really cool. That was really important because that was my first real punk. I'm like, I stopped listening to porn because of Dayglo abortion. We're doing the porn, okay? Like, they're big for me. Okay. So that was cool. Or if it was someone who was dead, like, I would love to play with Wendy Williams. Yeah. Wow, that bitch is fucking hot and she's fucking rock. I fucking love her. That would be so cool. But she died. A, she died a while ago. So. I guess I would. If I could play with any band or whatever, it'd probably be with Distillers. Everybody knows that. Distillers is uh pretty sweet. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite bands. So that'd be sick. Play with them. Yeah, I feel um, like everyone in the '90s had a crush on on Brody, Brody Dale. Anyone who was into punk yeah. music. <laughs> If you've got Courtney Love, it's cool. Wait till you get yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I'm like, bye, Courtney Love. Brody's here. <laughs> and then oh, for artists that's like not alive, it'd probably be Nirvana. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All solid choices. And like, just the <laughs> fact that you guys got to play with Dayglo Abortions, it's like, well, now I'm just jealous. I'm not even in a band. I can barely play guitar. <laughs> and it's just like, hey. It's kind of a weird show, but done some cool stuff. Played with Mustard Plug too, I think. Oh, yeah, that's true. Eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah open for Mustard Plug at Poops. Remember? Yeah. I remember after the Dayglow Borzen show, I like, twisted my I twisted my kneecaps so bad, I'm like, I think my kneecap's broken the next day. But I had like adrenaline the night of, so I didn't like care, you know? Yeah. 
next day I was like, I think I broke my kneecap. And I went to like the emergency room. I remember my ex-boyfriend was so mad. He he was like, Oh, you're so reckless. But and I was like, Fuck you, man. I was fucking Dayglow was playing <laughs> and I was opening for them and I was singing and I was just like, suck my dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listening to this song, you can still suck my dick. <laughs> like, I like, so, so now you can say that the Daglow abortions make you weaken the knees. And oh, yeah. yeah. That's or, a pun right there, and you can have it. I'll or like a 200 pound drunk guy who like crushed my leg. He made me weaken, weaken the knees, let's say. The one in I mean, he's life. out there on Lost Connections being like, to the girl whose kneecaps I screwed up, like, you're my one and only, please find me. I want to pay for your chiropractor and uh, and take you out on a date. I don't know. Tell you I'm a cop. <laughs> okay, so they wanted to make some special announcements on the podcast. I was stoked. Here you go. We're going to be paying food the best. And we're only allowed to tell people after Thursday, March 3rd. <laughs> so we're going to be playing at the Théâtre Saint-Catherine on, what day is it again? May 22nd? That's a Sunday, folks. It's a Sunday. And we'll be playing Pusa Fest. And that's pretty fucking That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to see us sooner than that, you can always go down to the track side there. And it'll be March 19th, and we'll be playing with Rat Piss and Ruby Slipper. And our album will be coming out soon. We're just waiting on some, like, details, details. but Mixing, mastering, all that. It's pretty much done, and we're super excited. And we'll be putting that on Spotify and the band camps and all that stuff, you know? Nice. Are you going to have any uh, physical copies to buy? Yeah. I'm thinking yes. We're working on it, and it's looking like it's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, put a put a copy aside for me. I want I want to buy it. I want to buy a signed copy because I'm I want to be bougie like that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm being very anti punk rock. I want I want a bougie signed copy. A heart beside my name just for you. I mean, even if you don't sign it, I'll just like follow you around the venue and being really annoying. And you'll be like, who's this bitch? And it's like, that's the podcast. I love it. I love attention. I love it. Okay, good. Thanks so much for agreeing to be on an episode. This uh, warms my heart. Uh, I think you guys are really awesome. So I... Thank you for, like, giving a shit about us and interviewing us. I'm loving the attention. Amazing. I can't wait to do shows again. My favorite, the best part of being a band is doing shows, and it's yeah. really fucking sucked for two years that there's been like zero shows. So I'm really happy that's starting again. As as a listener, it also sucked, and I I think your your lipstick riot gallery show was my first show after pandemic. Oh, it was ours mine too. too. Yeah, ours too. And um, I love, I've been running. I'm still running on the fumes of that show. Yeah. I needed it so much. Like I miss it. I miss it so much. Like I felt like emotional, like going into it. It's like it's been so long. Oh my god. Oh, thank you so much. Nice compliment. Thanks a lot. Would you like us to send you a little teaser of our new album? Yes. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I'll keep it secret. I'll keep it safe. 
it's our new, new, newest. It's the newest jam. It's called Paranoid. Or we'll send you, we'll send it to you, and you can play it on your show if you like. Ooh, yes. And without further ado, here's their song, Paranoid. <laughs> 